All right. So with the NHL nearing its end of the season, uh, you know, what a better way to, to end the season with a bang than throwing some money, some scratch on one of the biggest games of the year. And that is game one of the Stanley Cup final. And joining me on the show today, uh, sports gambling expert, Jeff Ulrich. Jeff, welcome to the show. And really my first question, because this didn't come out too long ago, uh, it was announced that Braden Point will be playing in tonight's game in game one after not playing since the first round against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, really my first question to you right off the bat, Jeff, is how much of a difference is this going to make or or play into the decision-making for uh, gamblers gambling on this series? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, it, I think people were kind of half expecting this to happen. So haven't seen like a ton of line movement already. But I mean, the line, the lines were kind of already moving in Tampa's favor. Like, you know, if you looked, um, you know, last week, even when the, the, the lightning were up like three, two, um, the avalanche were, were still sitting around like minus 200 or even like minus 220 to, to win the, the Stanley Cup. And they've dropped to minus 175. And you know, you look at the top, the the line for game one too. It's a minus one fifty five. Uh, again, I mean, it depends where you're betting. Obviously, you know, like it, it, it's going to move a little bit, but generally around minus one sixty, minus one fifty five hasn't really moved too much on this point news. But it tends to, with hockey especially, tends to move like quickly into locks. So I would not be shocked if this line got down to at least minus one fifty, maybe even minus one forty. I feel like the the momentum with the Lightning side is is definitely building right now. So um, you know, haven't seen a ton of movement yet, but I think a lot of the the point news was kind of baked in already, where people kind of already knew, especially like the sharp money was getting in on a bit early, already kind of knew point was going to make an appearance at this series, whether it was game one, game three, and uh, they kind of factoring that in. So, yeah, it, it, I'm curious to see, you know, just in general, because we haven't seen point play since the first round. So, you know, what kind of impact he is going to have on this series still remains to be seen. Uh, so that's definitely, uh, especially me, I'm going to, uh, especially me, since I'm putting some money on this, I definitely have to see how well he is going to play. He's always good for a pointer. So uh, in in these playoff games. Now, backtracking, what has it been like, hockey fans in general, what has their view been towards Tampa all season in terms of throwing money down? Because I feel like this Tampa team, especially, you know, from the other side of it, just looking at them from an analytical point of view and, and viewing how they play on the ice, not really so much looking at the odds. Uh, what has been the general hockey fans mindset when putting down money for or against Tampa Bay? Yeah. So, I mean, like in terms of futures and stuff like that, uh, the avalanche have kind of dominated the market. Just obviously they're the favorite, but you know, they're a very publicly bad team. Like the, the avalanche winning, I assume would probably be a bad result for sports books i'm i'm pretty sure you know and just from them like they're even when they were going through bad patches in the regular season the avalanche like their odds really didn't move that much in terms of like being the favorites for the stanley cup so tampa's a little bit similar um you know I, i'm not i don't have their splits in front of me but i venture and and i'm pretty sure just remembering from the start of the year as well tampa's you know obviously as a two-time defending cup champ they're a pretty publicly bad team as well so you've got two fairly public teams in terms of like having money on them and like from the start of the year from in season as well. Um, but the avalanche really have dominated the betting this year. And again, like, you know, I would assume like the sports books probably more interested or, or more likely to, to favor a lightning victory right now. But again, I'm not really sure where, like what, what has happened with the splits. I haven't seen updated ones for futures, but you know, of the two, definitely the avalanche have been the more popular people like betting the favorites. And, you know, 
again, it doesn't work out like this very often in the NHL, but you know, we're, we're getting one of those favorites right now that is obviously performing. So the lightning, the underdog, probably the, the, the more lightly bet of the two, but still like a very public team. And I'm assuming there's a ton of futures bets uh, on them as well. Yeah, that seems about right. Everyone, it, it seems like not even in the betting realm. It, it just seems like a lot of people are picking Colorado to win this. Just yeah, to, you know, it, for, no, it's just one of those yeah. things too. Like people have seen Colorado. They're like, it's an expectation for Colorado. So if you're right. just like a casual hockey fan, you know, you know, like Colorado's been there three times, and they, you know, they have a good team. So that's kind of just you know, with with like the casual better. I think a lot of people just got it, got the money down quickly on Colorado. Right, so, sounds about right, and. and for for player props, who who are your favorites going into this? Because you know I'm I'm I don't go too crazy on these games. I like to just throw the the over under on points for players here and there. Uh, I've gotten burned way too many times on first goal scorer and and all those <laughs> those crazy things there. But who are your favorites in this series? To you know who is who is the easy money and who are maybe the, the dark horses that you're looking at. Yeah, I mean that you know first goal scoring props are you, you shouldn't you shouldn't dabble too highly in those. They're, they're fun, but man, they're yeah you you know you'll get, you'll get frustrated more after than not, especially when your guys score second, and then you feel terrible. Um, I think with Braden Point being back, I think that looking to Nikita Kucherov as like an anytime goal scorer at plus one fifty five is not a bad idea at all. Um, you know, like the the penalty kill for Colorado is definitely one weakness, and I think Point being back. Gives gives Tampa Bay a boost. I think the biggest boost he'll provide for them is on the power play. You know, it won't it won't necessarily be like his conditioning won't be as big an issue, but we know the skill set is there for him, and he's just a big part of that unit for them. So I think looking to Kucherov to kind of benefit, who's actually scored five of the seven um, goals in the playoffs on the power play. Um, I, I really don't mind that at all. You could even look to like Kucherov just for a power play point. Um, you know, he's coming in around, um, you know, plus 110 just to score that. So, but Kucherov score a goal plus 155 or, or around there, depending again, where you're betting. Um, definitely something I'd be interested in a player prop for tonight. I think that also when you're looking at this game, like I, I lean over in this game one, um, Colorado has come out really strongly on, on the offensive side in both their game ones, but you've got a Tampa Bay side too. Now they're getting point back. I think they know what they're going up against and, you know, what is the week? Again, you you look at the avalanche, their biggest weakness is probably a little bit on special teams with that penalty kill, but also like the net, the net minding just because there's yeah. question marks and injuries. And I think Tampa could put up some goals, even if they, even if they lose the game. So kind of looking at the over tonight as well. Yeah. I, I think that's a good, that's a good bet considering, you know, it, I look at this just from, from comparisons, you know, Darcy Kemper, just in, I know he's a talented goaltender, but, you know, when I see his name on paper, especially with what the Lightning are rolling out on their end, that he doesn't exactly scare me. And, and, and that will, I think, definitely play into come into play in terms of the longevity of this series. So as for that, what are your predictions in terms of how are we are we looking at a short series? Are we looking at a long series? I actually had a crossover earlier today with the hosts of Locked on Avalanche. And one of them actually came out and said Avalanche in five, which is <laughs> interesting to hear, uh, considering, you know, it's it, it, and it's not just, you know, him. And that was Kyle Sullivan. And I love Kyle. But uh, we've been seeing this across the Internet. Just I don't know what it is. I, I, I you would have figured that people would have had this same mindset towards Tampa going into the Rangers series. Obviously, you know, the Avalanche and, and the New York Rangers are completely different spectrums, opposite spectrums of, of the NHL landscape in terms of where they're at right now. The Avalanche are, are more of a, a win now team where the Rangers are kind of on their way there, but not so much right on the doorstep. Um, 
how surprised were you when those odds came out? And and as and on the second leg of that question, where do you see this this series ending? What game? Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I again, I'm I'm I, there's multiple ways I, I can see this series going. And I mean, you got to think about both sides whenever you're you're thinking about betting, and, and it can kind of lead to you you know, making good bets down the, the road too when, when yeah. you do that. But I do think that there's a path here for the Avalanche to potentially win this quickly as well. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of on that side. Um, I, I look at the money line, like coming down to minus 175. I think that's a good line for the Avalanche. You know, all the things we've talked about with Tampa Bay, um, they're, they're a really solid team. And it's, you know, th- there is a chance that they push this to six or seven games and even just win their third time. But, um, you know, Colorado to me, has proven time and time again, not just in the regular season, but also in the playoffs. This is just a different team than pretty much we've seen over the last few seasons. And even just yeah. looking at Tampa, they're great at grinding down teams like the Rangers. They they, they grinded down the Islanders last year. You know, they put away the, the, the upstart Canadians like very easily. But this is just, to me, this is just another step up. And, and I feel like the Avalanche, yes, there's going to be questions. We got Kemper and Nett. But they have answered the bell like pretty much every yeah. time during the regular season. They've had injury issues. They kept rolling, gone through bad patches. They got back up. I just look at Nathan McKinnon as becoming a complete two-way player right now. He's doing what needs to be done. I think the Avalanche have have a lot of uh, just advantage, especially in their bottom six. And I think that'll eventually shine through. I also just don't like this for the Lightning not having home ice advantage. Um, I feel like it's a big advantage for Colorado. They get to roll out more speed on the fly, get the changes they want. And I just think that in the end, um, it's just going to be uh, kind of the end of the era for, for Tampa Bay. So that's one way to look at it. These first two games are going to be so critical though. Um, you know, from just a, a watch, a viewing standpoint, like you kind of want Tampa to win this first game because if they yeah. do, then we're really going to see what Colorado is made of. And it could definitely, you know, get some, some nervousness going, but uh, from a betting perspective, I like the Avalanche just straight up, uh, minus 175. I'll even look to them on the series props. You know, looking at that, that like minus one, um, minus 1.5, I think is probably my favorite. Not sure if I'm going to go to the minus 2.5, which is, you know, sitting around plus 240 to 220. I like the Avalanche minus 1.5 games to put it away in six or less. It, you can get it around plus 110 at a lot of books. Um, for me, that's the way I'm, I'm betting this series. But you know, again, I was on Tampa to come back against the Rangers. I was telling people to bet them when they were down to nothing. I got respect yeah. for this team, but I, I got to stick with my call here, which was uh, from the get-go. You know, I just think the Avalanche can be too much. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I would say that if you look at these two teams on paper, absolutely, there, there are a lot of areas to a certain degree that Colorado does have the advantage, one of them being Nathan McKinnon, who is arguably, I mean, you could interchange him with Matthews and McDavid on any day of the week as top three player, the uh, top three player in the world. And, and you brought up a good point, how, how Colorado has kind of been, just been doing away with their opponents, except really for that St. Louis series uh, in, in an easy manner throughout this playoff run. And I spoke about this with the lock on avalanche guys as well Is that, you know, that might be something that might come back to bite them because really when you look at this playoff run, other than St. Louis, they haven't really faced adversity. They swept two out of the three opponents that they faced, and then they only dropped two in that series to St. Louis. So, you know, when, when you look at this series against the the Lightning, 
you know, the Lightning can bounce back from a win. They can bounce back from two wins. We 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 saw that in the Ranger series, and and they've they did exactly what they've been doing over the last couple of years is that they've just been outlasting teams. They've just been putting them in a grinder and and, and just you know chipping away at them here and there. And I really think it comes down to the the veteran leadership there the. And, and just this group as a whole to be able to adjust at any kind of situation and adjust their game in any type of situation. And really the big question mark, it, unless, you know, Colorado comes out and sweeps Tampa, which I highly, I, I very much highly doubt just because of, of the reasoning alone of just how experienced this team is. I'm very curious to see how this team is going to be able to adjust to the lightning in certain sets, especially in it, especially if they're down late in, in a game to where they might have a potential chance to close things out. And, and especially in this game one, if they drop game one, remember, this isn't, you know, a normal schedule where they would, they're, they're going to play again on Friday. We are they're going to have to sit and wait and think about this till Saturday. Yeah. And, and I'm and I'm very curious, you know, in my, you know, not trying to be biased here, but I, I think as an NHL better, if, if if Tampa takes game one, I'm hammering the money on on game two for Tampa just because they 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 smell blood in the water already in game two. And plus, you know, if you go back with a two nothing lead, you're at home. So, you know, where Tampa is almost nearly unbeatable. So how much of a, how much of a big difference in, in terms of betting trends is that really going to going to make, especially with that two day, those two days off heading into game two? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the line would be on Tampa after, you know, assuming they, they did take game one. I mean, I, I would assume probably we probably get up to, to even, um, you know, perhaps Tampa still being the slight underdog, but. It'd be really close, and I think you'd probably see a, a lot more money coming in on Tampa Bay. So, um, you know, I, I love this matchup for for a lot of reasons. It's kind of like the chalk matchup where it's like, again, the two public teams, but it's, you know, like the, the styles are so different in how they got here. I mean, it's yeah. it's like you said. I mean, Tampa Bay wasn't really a lot of people's picks, I think, this week this year, but they just keep proving doubters wrong. And then Colorado finally doing what everyone has expected them to do the last couple of years which is just mow everybody down. And now we get to see like, you know, um, which of these teams is, is actually, you know, the best. So um, cool series to watch, but um, yeah, Colorado, it, it almost seems like it almost seems too easy to take Colorado in some ways. And that, that like, I almost have been second. We've had so much time since Colorado has won. I've, I've just keep almost trying to second guess myself, but I, 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 I stick with that call for the simple fact that I just think that, this is a team that's very, very focused and they've been focused because they've they've kind of just they know that they've let themselves down. They know that the talent is there and they just haven't been able to do it the last couple of years. And I think Nathan McKinnon has this team extremely focused. But I mean, if if, if anyone is going to slow them down, it's it's obviously Tampa. They, they have the, the people to do it. They have the, the system in place to do it. It's just can that top six kind of, you know, keep up and and then can can they, they 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 put a plug on the top six and can they just keep. You know, can they get some mistakes? Can they get Colorado to shoot themselves in the foot by taking too many penalties? I mean, I know one thing that, again, and I, I, I don't know if I brought this up with you or, or someone else, but like, the if they can get Colorado to take a bunch of penalties, and Colorado was like a top ten in penalties, I believe, during the regular season. Mm -hmm. I think that is the path to Lightning winning. I really do. Getting point back, getting that power play going, rattling Camper a couple times, just making the Avalanche think like we're 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 over. You know, we're we're nervous here. Yeah, that, that's probably their their bet to push us to six or seven games, potentially stealing it. But um, I stick with my Colorado call and uh, pretty excited to watch the series for sure.
Yeah, definitely excited to see. And, and before I let you go, uh, one more very important question, probably more important than who you think is going to win. Who do you got winning the Consmi for each for each team? Yeah, no, I mean this is a this is a good market to talk about too. Um, like, I, I, I mean, I think there's actually like almost better opportunity here um, for a couple reasons. I mean, if you are on Colorado, like, I think a really good way to hedge is to take a piece of Nikita Kucherov to win the con Smythe. He's sitting around plus 400 or bigger at a lot of books. And right now he's even with Vasilevsky. Um, uh, like Kucherov leads them in points. And, and again, like you look at who's won the MVP, it, you know, it, it just, it feels like it's his turn. He got a lot of the credit for, for bringing them back against the Rangers. He's really played fantastic, especially with point out. And I think that that's where the kudos is going to go this year is to Kucherov. Obviously, we still got a full series to play. Maybe Stamko scores like seven goals or something. <laughs> or Vasilevsky posts like three shutouts. But I would lean Kucherov. He's looked fantastic this playoffs. And I think if Tampa Bay wins this, he's going to have a fantastic series anyways. So, um, you know, again, if you like Tampa, you could even just get a piece of that. It's going to cost you less to invest. But I like Kucherov. I'm, I'm probably going to take a piece of him before this, this series uh, starts tonight. For the simple fact, I like it as a hedge against Colorado. I really feel like that's probably where the con Smythe goes. And I think that's more deserving. And then on the Colorado side, you know, I just feel like it's too close to call between like Kale Maker and McCarr and, and, and Nathan McKinnon. Like I just, I don't really, I, I mean, I feel like McCarr has gotten the the, the media attention, but I, I, you know, McKinnon could easily just, he could dominate the series too. And if they win in five, get all the credits. So I don't really have a lean there. I'd probably just stay away from the Colorado con Smythe. But uh, Kucherov to me is a really interesting bet there right now. Yeah, I, my my pick. I think since probably the first couple of games of the Panthers series was probably Stamkos. He's having he, he's hit a career high in playoff goals this year. That he's up to nine thus far, and it seems like he's not showing any signs of of slowing down. So that would be my pick. Uh, then again, who knows? We might see uh, Vasilevsky bring it home for the second year in a row, just because I mean, you know Stamkos is you know you getting really good odds on him. So yeah, I mean, plus yeah. fifteen hundred around there, like that's you know it, it won't cost much to invest either. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Hopefully, uh, he continues rolling at the at the end of the day, uh, Jeff. You know, uh, whoever wins, whoever wins, you know, I I just hope the Lightning come home with their third straight because you know legacy is on the line, a dynasty is on the line, and uh, well, I can't wait to see how the series. Uh, wraps up and we'll definitely have you on uh, as the series comes to a close so we could get on the updated odds and and please go ahead and follow Jeff Ulrich on Twitter at the fantasy grind that is at the fantasy grind Jeff thanks for coming on and uh, like I said yeah we'll have you on at some point later in the series absolutely man thanks a lot